Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere. Back at it. The podcast dojo is open for business. The fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G. We thank you for hanging out with us on the weekend. Tremendous, tremendous job by you downloading, subscribing, listening to this podcast. We thank you, thank you, thank you. And Danny G, we also thank Omar Vizquel, the old baseball player from the Cleveland Indians and the Seattle Mariners, a bunch of other teams who came on yesterday for some stimulating old school baseball talk. Yeah. I like it when my baseball card collection comes to life on the radio. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I was talking uh, to a friend of mine. I was actually texting a friend of mine. I was like, we have had the weirdest collection on this podcast of former athletes that have popped up. It's so random, Danny. Over the years, now you've been with me a while, but over the years we've had, among others, Lenny Dykstra. We've had the the great Tommy John. Omar Vizquel has been added to that list. We've had a few other athletes, like random athletes. And, and for some reason, it, it must be an age thing, I love talking to random old baseball players in particular. There's something, and basketball players too, but it's like going back in time and catching up with some of these cats as they are now just you know, out of sports and they're just living their lives and all that stuff. There's something about that. Coaches, though, need to be Hall of Fame status, like Dick Vermeil and who else? Brian Billick. Brian Billick. Brian Billick. Well, that Billick, that was the that was the big one, the Billick one. I mean, it's almost like I didn't hear it when he was on. It was it was wild. So we have this week on or today, I should say this week, just today on the podcast. We had Omar Vizquel yesterday. Today on the menu, if we get to all this, we might save some of it for the Sunday podcast. We'll see how it goes. But we have the ninja of the night running out of luck. 
In the text to the bullpen, we also have back scratcher phrase of the week, and we'll see what else we have time for. So this being the Saturday podcast, the life of Maller, the life of Danny G, and a global podcast exclusive. I have saved a assorted tale, a humdinger of a story for this podcast. Now, I have not told this story on radio. I've not told this story anywhere. There's only a few people that know this. In fact, Danny G, you do not even know the story I'm about to tell. You are completely unaware of where we are going right now. And I would like you to buckle up, Danny. This is going to be wild. Uh, it's going to be crazy. Sounds good. I'm going to have Marcel tweet this out on the FSR account. What? Well, Marcel is the guy that broke the Titanic crash story. He was ahead of his time. So as Paul Harvey would say back in the day, you know what the news is, but in the next few minutes, you're going to hear the rest of the story. So this week, I did something in my life that I've never done before, and I hope to never do again, Danny. Uh, and what is that, you ask? Well, uh, th- this is th- this is the beginning of the tale. So we go back to the Sunday night, Monday morning overnight show. Start of the week. Do the show. It's early in the morning. I cruise home. Uh, I went to change into my gym shoes to visit my friend named Treadmill. And it was dark. It's you know, late night. Overnight, it was dark. I had driven a long distance. I was tired uh, from the FSR mothership to the North Woods. The chair that I normally sit on to change into my 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 gym stuff, uh, right kind of near the front door. And you've been over to the house, Danny. You kind of know the setup there. So um, I look over to where I normally sit, and it's kind of dark and all that. And uh I see there's a couple of katanas that have been placed on it. And I'm like, well, what's up with that? You know, that's where I sit, you know? So now if you're uneducated, I think most people know what a katana is, but if you're not familiar with that, it is a Japanese sword, which it's the, the curved single edged blade with it's, it's got, a very large grip on it to accommodate two hands. Just like a ninja, like a ninja of the night would have this, right? Seen those on Pawn Stars. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So so there are two of these katanas that are right where I need to be, where my big fat ass needs to be so it can be a little less fat and I need to change it in my gym. So, okay. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, you know, m- most people here they call them ninja swords. If they, they don't call them katanas, they call them ninja, ninja swords. So uh, these were placed here not by my wife, but by another uh, member of the uh, the household here, Danny. You're very familiar with that person who shall be left nameless for the purposes of this podcast to protect the guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I grab these katanas, these ninja swords, to move them so I can sit my ass down to put the sneakers on. And somehow, while I was in the process of doing this, one of these ninja swords slid out of the shield that it was in. Oh, no, it's sheath. A sheath, whatever it's called. So it slid out of that sheath. It then falls down and slices a chunk of my right leg. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. So mind you, there is now it's starting to bleed. I'm like, well, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe it was just a grazing blow. Um, and and it's bleeding. There's it, it starts looking like a crime scene. I'm withering in pain. I'm screaming profanity. Um, and I ended up being driven to the emergency room by my wife with a and I ended up getting a bunch of stitches to patch up my right leg. And uh, yeah, the the samurai sword came down. It hit right between my knee and my foot, closer to my foot, um, right right near the right ankle. And I was actually lucky. It, it wasn't worse. It, it's one of those good news, bad news things, Danny, because the good news is I could have lost a toe or part of my foot. I didn't. And I needed the stitches. They'll come out, I think, 10 to 14 days from the time I had them. And I never made it to the gym. I hit the pause button on that. Now, the bad news is, that's the good news. The bad news is that I will no longer, Danny, be able to continue my career as a uh, a catwalk leg model. I will not be able to wear the, the short skirts anymore because uh, my leg's pretty chopped up. And so, uh, but I, I can still walk. I didn't, you know, it's not, it, it, it could have been much worse. But I ask you, Danny, how many people do you think can say they are such a big, such a big klutz that they ended up basically stabbing themselves with a ninja sword? I didn't even miss a show, by the way. I just kept doing the show. So. Yeah, warrior. <laughs> this reminds me of early on in my radio days. We had a, um, you know, like one of those danger boys on our morning show. On this particular morning show, his name was Squid Boy. Who? He would do all the dumb stunts on the morning show, and he was the butt of a lot of jokes. He was pretty, pretty funny character on our show. And he came in one morning, and he had ninja stars with him. Not a bagged lunch, not a pair of headphones. No, he was carrying ninja stars. Just in and case. We, Just in yeah. case. And when we asked him on the air why he was carrying those around with him, he said, these are my practice stars. He was so so dead serious. And my co-host said, where are you going to practice today with those? Um, And so that's my first question. Why were there ninja swords sitting there at your house? Well, uh, the uh, the the wife had uh, had had gotten these for the uh, the person we will not name uh, in in said house here as a, a gift. And apparently they were taken out to to show off, uh, wow. as I understand it. They they normally are not there, okay. And, uh, due to the resourcefulness of uh, the person who put them there, uh, like when we take out our gun collection once in a while. <laughs> yeah, you know, you take out your your different uh, you know, bullets and guns and whatnot and show them off. So. So yeah, they were. That's why they were there. And I go into the emergency room, and I they they you know you go in there, and they're like, "What are you here for? What happened?" You know, and they say, "Wait, you dropped a ninja sword, and it stabbed you in the leg." Like, what what are you talking? That's a good story. By the way, I looked it up, and the sword sheath is called a scabbard. A scabbard. You're going to have a scabbard, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I told my wife, I said, I am never touching the katana again. Now, that was the last time I touched the katana. Uh, that is it. And I guess there's an art to picking up these things. 
And whatever I did, I don't even really know what I did. I must have picked them up the wrong way. This thing came sliding out and bam, slice, slice, baby. Oh, you're lucky. Is it sharp enough to where it could have sliced your foot off? Well, I don't. I didn't think it was that sharp. I don't deal with these things. I, I know they've been in the house for a while, but I didn't really mess around with them because it's not my thing. You know, I was told by my mom not to play with swords when I was when I was a kid. So I just like stayed away from them. You know, I, I'm I'm around butter knives, Danny. I'm a little paranoid. I cook a lot now. I like to cook, and I cook a lot of the meals on the weekends and stuff. And uh, so. Yeah, I get, but I, I didn't run out of luck, Danny, because I I did end up. I, I'm gonna be fine. I have a, a thing on my leg and all that, and my wife was giving me a hard time because I still drove into the studio, and she's like, "You don't have to. You got the ultimate trump card to get out of work. You got, you know, you stab yourself with." Can a- imagine our boss reading that text message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, Scott, I, I can't I can't come in tonight because uh, uh, I got stabbed by a katana. Uh, in the middle of the night. And uh, so I hope that never happens again, though. It was very painful. You know, I've not been stabbed. Have you been stabbed before? Even I, It's like it's a weird thing because it's stabbing. I dropped it. I didn't, like, poke the knife into me, the, the blade, but it's still wild. Crazy, man, the pain, the agony. But I, I, I'm, I'm lucky. I didn't run out of luck, Danny. Other people have run out of luck, right? The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever played gas roulette? I played roulette. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, the old game of gas roulette where yeah. you are down to 20 miles left for the tank and the digital readout on your car. You are definitely paying attention to it. But at the same time, you are risking it all. You're like, well, um, I can't go right now. I'm going to have to go right before work. And so that's exactly what I did Tuesday morning. Now, as I'm driving to the gas station, I get a call from my wifey. And that's not common as I'm on my way to work. So I pick up my phone and she says, hey, guess what? It's our lucky day. There was some clerical like mistake at my job with payroll and they cut me a check for $300, just some error where her boss told her, you know what? Consider it a gift. The check is already cut. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's funny because fast forward a few days later, she gets the check $79 after all the taxes were taken out. Ah, sucks. Such crap. Uh, Welcome to California, ladies and gentlemen. Um, But this is, Good to hear, because obviously we're watching every dollar right now as this baby is about to. And everything has been expensive. And uh, obviously the cost of living here where we're at is insane. I told her, I'm like, man, that's good news. I'm glad to hear that. I'll see you after work. So I get up to where the gas station is. I'm making good time. But this gas station, Ben, it's, of course, the one that has the best prices. And it's always the one that has the most cars and is the busiest. So whenever that happens, I just turn our left onto the frontage road, take that to another gas station that's more expensive right next to the freeway. So now I'm on this frontage road, not even thinking about it because I thought I had enough gas. Uh But boy, was I wrong. Our luck that day ran out. I went from, yeah, $300 to, oh, shit, my car is turning off. Oh, no. Yes. And it was doing that thing where it starts pulling. Yeah. And like it's looking for the last, you know, morsels of gas. I got lucky because there was a little spot to pull over. When I call my wifey and she's like, yeah. And I said, our luck today just ran out. Slap me around a little bit. Now I had to think quick, Ben, because I'm like, okay. And I luckily I had a gas can in the garage and she knew where it was. I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, okay, if she takes this gas can, gets to that corner gas station, and then comes and finds me on the frontage road, that's at least 20 minutes. I got to be to work. I got to be to the studios. Crossing my fingers. I went from early to late now. Poor nine-month pregnant wife waddling to the gas station. And when I say waddling, she's having a hard time walking right now. So there's this almost, big, almost at the finish line right now. Almost there. Big pregnant lady at the gas pump filling up a gas can as if she's going to go mow a lawn. It's 105 outside. It is scorching hot. I'm sitting there and I'm I'm literally sweating bullets because I can't run the air conditioner, obviously, from my car. And so she pulls up finally. Woo-hoo! Yes. Get it, uh, put the gas in, 
Now, the Covino and Rich show, they were out on Tuesday. But when I went there to help uh, Monty and Dan Beyer fill in, I walked in, Ben, at 2.03 p.m. So I was only three minutes behind after the whole fiasco. Wow. And the uh, the the kid, your your son to be named later there, would have been great if he had been born at the gas station, Danny. This is Bob. I'm ready to bring the gas. Man, if that had happened. But uh, that's great. I, I've done the the gas roulette a few times. We've all done it. One time I was in the hills above Pasadena, and it was late at night. I think it was the weekend, if I remember correctly, like Saturday. And I only had a few miles left in the tank. The thing's flashing on the dashboard, and I'm cruising down from the uh, the top there, and I ended up going by multiple gas stations that were closed. I don't ever remember seeing gas stations. I thought gas stations were always open. But in Pasadena, up in the hills, there were some gas stations, and they were completely closed. And I was literally cruising. I was trying to time. I was hoping I would time the intersections so I could go through all the green lights and not have to stop because I wanted to keep – in this case, there was actually momentum. There's no momentum in sports, but there was actually momentum with my car rolling down the hill to to make it to the bottom because I figured the gas stations – that are near the freeway, the highway would be open, and they were, but that's as close as I came to running out of fuel. I've not completely run out of fuel. It bugged me because my initial target, that gas station on the corner that has the best prices, I would have made it. But instead, I tried to go the the route with no people, you know, and that's when you're antisocial. Sometimes it works against you. Because whenever I see lines of cars at a gas station, I'm like, I am not sitting in a line of cars for gas. I'll go pay the extra money somewhere where there's no cars. Well, I do not pay extra money, but I do time it. And I've been pretty lucky. Like I know with Costco, the the schedule I have, I can get to Costco when it opens. The gas station opens at 530. They usually open like at 520. And there's like five people there in the morning. Or if you go right before they close... You know, almost nobody there. But I mean, that's that's a Costco thing. But as far as like the regular gas stations, I try to avoid those at all costs. But you know, it's it is really hit and miss. And you have a see, you work during like prime hours. Like you're getting gas. I was gonna say you luck out because of those hours. Because when I was working on the Clay Travis show, it was awesome. Because after his show, you're you know, people were busy going to work for the day, and I was done. So I was one of the five people at grocery stores where I could just walk around and not bump into anybody. There were really nothing but senior citizens. And I was like, yes, I love those hours. Now I leave my house at, you know, 1245 PM at lunchtime to get to the studios. So you're right. I'm like right in the thick of things. You're in the middle of the jungle. And when I, I'm out in the wilderness, but there's everyone's sleeping uh, when I'm in the wilderness. So I, the, the other day I was minding my own businesses last week. And it was Thursday. I was getting ready for that night show, Thursday into Friday, per normal, my normal routine. And out of the blue, I get a buzz. And I, I look down and like I'm like, who the hell's bothering me? What, what do they want? Why would someone send me a message here? It, it was a text to the bullpen, Danny. And all of a sudden, I find myself warming up. It was, hey, 
How would you like to sit in on the midday show tomorrow on AM 570? We're looking for somebody. I'm like, well, you know, it's the day. It's like the night before. I'm like, what are you doing? So it turns out Rodney Pete, the former Lions quarterback and uh, played at USC back in the day. And he, he was away. And so Fred Rogan wanted to play. And uh, that's that's how that happened. So I, I was told originally the Dodgers were playing the Mets. And they said there's a big chance for thunderstorms. And they think the game is going to be rain delayed on Friday night, Dodgers and Mets. So if that happens, because this is the local station in L.A., they would they had Petros and money on standby. So that meant either the show was going to be one hour with Fred. The, the, the way they, they told me is ah, probably one hour, but it might be it might be the full three hour thing. Might be the full three hour thing. So it's either gonna be like noon to one or noon to three o'clock. So I was like, all right, whatever. Um so Did you I, drive in for this? Oh God, no. No, I, t- I told him, I said, listen, I got, uh, I, I would do it, but I can't, there's no way I'm going to drive it. There's no way I'm driving. Uh, and they said, sure. You no, know, they were like desperate to get somebody. So I said, yeah, sure. Uh, and they said, okay. And so, uh, so I did, I did the show from the home studio here, uh, local airwaves. Uh, it was good. It was good to be on talking, you know, Dodgers. I got to talk to my guy, Vic, the brick. Revenue, Benalla. Nice. I'm so I'm sad. I missed that. Uh, people have been asked. I, I get email from people saying, "Hey, what are you filling on uh, this station or that station?" It's like I, I, I always, I don't look anymore for the filling gigs because I got a good gig, so I don't really need it. Uh, my plate's pretty full right now. Um, I don't go sniffing around, but if anybody reaches out to me, I usually do. A, I, I, if my schedule allows it, I'll do it pretty much, you know, it, all the time. I mean, so anyway, that it worked out and. I don't know. I might do it again. I haven't done any of those local shows. It's probably been five or six years since I popped up over there. Uh, I think it was 20. I think it might have been 2017. The last time I did stuff, the Dodgers and the cheating Astros in in that whole year. So uh, so that was that. And uh, the, the word is uh, Monday, Danny, I might be called back. I might be called back on Monday. So who knows? Maybe I'll kicking it old school that reminds me of a few years in a row where i would leave nbc sports uh, on the weekend and you and looney would be on the air as i would be driving home oh the fox sports blitz yes the uh the award-winning but very popular show people love that show. we had seven years i think it was danny seven years we did that football show which was only supposed to last one season we were like temporarily there and then there was somebody else that was going to come in and do the show and then management liked us. And then seven years later, they hated the show. You're fired. And canceled the show. But prior to that, it was pretty very popular. And we had all those like Fox people on. And it was great because they hated doing it. And we knew they hated doing it, some of them. And so it, it made for a very, very interesting dynamic there. Like so- Joe Buck was, was kidnapped. Yes, like Joe Buck. You know Joe Buck and Troy Aikman did not want to talk to Tom Looney and Ben Maller, right? They did not want to do that, but they had to. They were contractually obligated to do it, and so they did it. He's a thick guy from the waist down. Um, and uh, you know, Aaron Andrews and the whole the whole team there. They were they were they were nice enough to call in because they had to, but 
you know, you know how you have guests on, Danny, and sometimes you know they're into it, and sometimes you know they're not into it, and you can tell right away whether the person you're talking to is engaged and really giving you their full attention and full effort. Uh, and sometimes that happens. And there were some of the people that we had on that were absolutely wonderful, like the kid at the World Series. I don't. That's that's the worst guest ever. The Little League World Series. The kid from Hawaii, who's probably he's probably got like three kids now, and is you know married. The whole thing. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, as far as the phrase of the week, Danny, the phrase of the week. The phrase of the week. And here is the phrase of the week. Kid glove treatment. Have you ever used the term kid glove treatment? No, but I've heard you say this on the live overnight show when you think the media is being too easy on a yeah, yeah, when they're being soft and you know they're your 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 old uh, you know kid glove treatment by the media, softball questions, that kind of stuff. So it turns out I did not know this, but the term kid glove treatment does not reference like actual children wearing gloves, but it does reference leather gloves, like really fine leather gloves, which I did not know are made from. Kid skin or kid leather, it's made from the hide of a young goat. And a young goat is called a kid. 
Who knew? Did you know that? I didn't know. No, just assumed it was like a, a boxing glove for a kid. Yeah, no. So kid leather is supposedly amazingly soft and thin, and the wearer of kid gloves can can handle objects, but they have to handle them carefully because they don't want to scratch or rip the leather. So to handle with kid gloves, use the kid glove treatment means to handle a situation carefully, but it it references a type of leather used in a glove, the kid young goat leather, the hide of a young goat. So that is kid glove treatment. You live and learn, Danny. I had no idea. I had no all these years I've been saying that. I had no kind I had no no clue uh, what that was all about. I learn at least two things every two months on this show. You give us a couple of months. You might learn something, not something you need to know, not something that will improve your life, but just some random thing. Yes. All right. So I think we'll say we have some pop culture stuff. I think we'll do that on the Sunday podcast. I don't go too long on this extravaganza and we'll have the mailbag. We've got a bunch of listener mail from random people who have checked in. Oh, as far as the back scratch, let me get to the back scratcher. So this is where we ask you, we beg of you to go to the Apple podcast page, podcast.apple.com, and to post a review of this podcast. Why? Well, the reason why is because the people upstairs that prance around in the corner office and flaunt the power that they have uh, love to read the reviews on the Apple podcast page. Uh, they uh, just be frank with you, uh, but not somebody named Frank. I'm just being frank. Uh, so that Apple reviews tell me a lot, my man. Oh, man. I got to make sure those reviews are still coming in, my man. It's very straightforward. Uh, so, yeah, help us out. Now, this week, did we have three reviews, one review, or no reviews on the back scratcher at the Apple podcast page? I'm going to say we had one, and it was spectacular. Danny, you are what's known as a cockeyed optimist, and you, my friend, are wrong. We had no. We had a goose egg this week, Danny. We were shut out. Zippo, bupkis, nothing, uh, which is disappointing. Why do you even bring the back scratcher up then? You should have just ignored it. Well, that's a good point. I probably should have ignored it. But, But no, we've done so well, and so I want to encourage other people that have not yet taken the time out. The other minions, I see how many people download this podcast. We have the percentage of people that have actually written a review is about half of 1% of the actual number of regular downloads that we get for this podcast. So if we can get, Danny, to 5%, we're at half of 1% of the people that download this podcast on a regular basis. If we can get to 5%, we will be living... An amazing life. That's what we need. That's my goal. That's why I brought up Backscratcher. And with that, we'll get out of here. It's Saturday. Anything you want to remote, Danny? Anything at all? Yeah. Go into the description on this very podcast and click on where it says subscribe and write a review. And then you'll you'll space down a little bit and you'll see the overall review for the, the show, which is like a 4.9 and leads the fsr lineup by the way number one i think we're getting raises for that you're going to get a new pool in your backyard there ben 
because I'm, I'm a mud pool back there right now. It's very nice. The animals love it. Click on write a review and it has you like uh, create a handle and then you could click five stars if you think we're worthy and then write your review. That's how you do it, man. So if you're going to bring up the description and the Apple podcast and leaving a review, I'll tell you exactly how to do it. Um, it is Saturday. Um, besides this podcast, just going to get some last minute things done. I have to pack a hospital bag, which is a scary piece of business. I've never had someone say, make sure your hospital bag is packed and ready to go. Oh, this is exciting. We're getting close to the the yeah. big day here. How many more days are we looking at? I guess it could happen at any moment, right? Any moment, because we are literally just nine days from the actual due date. Ole, 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 ole. The oh. clock is ticking. It could happen at any point, um, at any gas station, at any pump. <laughs> That's why. And you will be serenaded with the sound of a child crying. But maybe not. Maybe maybe your, your baby will be calm and not cry. I think all babies cry, don't they? I think there's... Oh, yeah, a little bit. But, you know, my girl has uh, been to the rodeo before. She knows how to soothe the soul. So I think we'll be okay. You can kind of subdue the child a little bit there. little teaspoon of Benadryl always does the trick. There you go. Whatever it takes. And, and I'm not doing a damn thing because my leg's all uh, screwed up because I dropped a uh, damn ninja sword on my leg. So I will be taking it very easy today. Uh, not much going on for me. That injury is um, almost worth it just so you could tell the story. By the time I repeat this, once I'm healed, Danny, uh, I will tell everyone that I survived being stabbed by a ninja sword. I will leave out the part where I was the one that stabbed myself because I'm a klutz. I will leave that out. <laughs> but by the time I tell this, like five years from now, probably like next month when I tell the story, it'll be uh, amazing. Anyway, have a great Saturday. Thank you for downloading. And uh, don't forget, Sunday we have Pop Culture and Pop Goes the Culture and uh, the Mailbag. We'll talk to you then. Pasta, pasta. Got a murder. Got to go. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.